everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Who Says Podcast. I am hosting today. I'm Jennifer, and as always, I'm with Tatiana and Deanna, two of my favorite ladies. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. So it is my turn to host, and I decided to pull from what's going on in my life for some inspiration, because I am in the midst of making a lifestyle change that I would say is... 25 years, 30 years in the making, because as long as I can remember, definitely back to high school, I've always been a night owl. I stayed up late. I think even in high school, I would go to bed somewhere between 11 and 12 at night, and it just got progressively later and later. And I had this thought that once I was a real adult and I had a real job and was adulting, that the switch would be flipped and I'd suddenly be one of those people that go to bed at 9.30 or or 10 at night, like, because that's just what happens. And it didn't. I just continued to stay up late. In fact, I often would stay up later, especially if I had a rough day and I needed extra time to decompress and balance out the time that I spent at work. It never really bothered me all that much. I always tended to get a decent amount of sleep. Uh, I started to go in later to work and leave later under the premise of rush hour is bad. But it really, it worked for my schedule of staying up late and then getting up later. Over the past few years, it's been something that has been bothering me more. And I've been sort of envisioning this ideal morning scenario You know, when you go on blogs or social media or you see things on the screen and you're like, that looks so idyllic. I've had this vision of being one of those people that wake up at 5, 5.30, 6 in the morning and I go for this walk and I then I meditate in the sunshine and I have this magical routine that is so zen and peaceful and is a real gentle start to my day. And I've kind of been fixated on that, trying to figure out how can I accomplish that? To date, that has not happened, nor do I now think that that is realistic for me. I have given up a bit on the attachment that it has to look that way. And I'm in the process of discovering what actually works for me because of a recommendation by Dr. Carmel, who uh, I can talk about because she was a guest on our podcast. So I've been working with her. She's a functional medicine practitioner. She's amazing. She looks at the entire body. We're working together from a fertility perspective. And very soon into our working together, her like first recommendation, before I got supplements or any lab test back, she said, I want you to eat and sleep like a farm girl. And what that looks like for sleep is like you go to bed like when the sun sets. I mean, not really, right? But like you go to bed early and you get up early more following like mother nature. And she said that, quote her accurately, my apologies if I don't. She said that the optimal time for your adrenal system to be sleeping is between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. And when I heard that, I was like, um, I typically don't fall asleep until 1, 1.30 pushing two. So I'm like missing the entire window. And right now I'm really committed and focused on my health and getting healthier to improve my chances of actually having a child. This is important to me. This information is important to me, and it's been in the back of my head. And when I first heard it, I immediately was conflicted, thinking, how could I possibly do that? That is so far from what I've been doing, what I currently do. It's something that I wanted to change. I've never been able to. 
this was shared with me a number of months ago, and it's not something that I was able to get any traction around until the beginning of this year. And I really hit a wall in a way ever since she shared with me about this optimal time frame for getting sleep, I've become more and more connected and aware of how shitty I feel in the morning. I have flexibility with my work schedule, so I don't start working with people or doing meetings until later in the day, which has allowed me to stay up late, still get eight hours of sleep and, and start my day. But I didn't like always feeling that I was a bit rushed on time because I'm slow in the morning. I need some, I need some runway. And I was just waking up, not feeling energized, not feeling refreshed and feeling confused because I'm getting eight hours of sleep. And it made me think I'm missing the window, the window that my body really needs for healing. So I just got fed up. I was like, enough's enough. I am no longer okay feeling this way in the morning. I want to try something else. I've tried a couple of different things because as I've learned over the years and, and through coaching, there's never just one structure that works for everybody. It's a little bit of my pet peeve with self-help books. Like it's, it's great to get information and resources and ideas from other people. But when you write a book that says this is the way to do it, you discount that there's a lot of different ways people operate. So I tend to get, like most people, a little bit frustrated when one structure doesn't work or a second structure doesn't work. And I'm like, okay, I just can't do this. But I've been more willing the past few months to keep trying. And I've been sharing. And sharing has allowed me to receive other ideas that I wouldn't have thought of. First, I started to try to go to bed earlier by like 15 minutes. Okay, just go to bed 15 minutes earlier, 15 minutes earlier. Kind of wasn't really working. Then I had a friend of mine who is a health and wellness coach told me, you may be coming at this from the wrong way. And that is get up earlier, short yourself on sleep so your body literally can't stay up as late. And that resonated because it is something that I experienced years and years ago when for, I can't even remember why, I committed to getting up at 6 a.m. Um, every day. And there was a point three or four days into it where I was like, I can't keep my eyes open. And it was like pushing 11. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to sleep at 11, right? So that resonated. I go, okay, let me, let me come at it you know, from that way. Then we added in an accountability game because I have learned that I'm, I'm someone who thrives with accountability. So not just telling myself, okay, I want to do better and go to sleep, but actually making a commitment. And what worked for me around that is I chose a reward system and I got very excited about that. Like, okay, so if for these five days, and you guys are probably going to like roll your eyes when I tell you the time, I'm going to set my alarm for 8 a.m. <laughs> Deanna. Deanna's like, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're right. We, we rolled our eyes. <laughs> I know. I feel, I feel so silly when I talk about it because I'm like, for most people are like, that would be a dream come true. But for me, that's a big deal. So I said, okay, I want to try this on. Because what is it going to hurt? And maybe it will be the thing that supports me and makes the difference. So I was like, Monday through Friday, I'm going to get up at eight. My alarm is going to go up. Whether or not I get out of bed, I will get myself to wake up. Because what I would do is depending on when I went to sleep, I would adjust my morning alarm to give me eight hours. So there was just zero consistency there. I just was making it okay for me to go to bed whenever. And I was really excited. I was like, ooh, what's going to be my reward? And I, you know, so I was kind of thinking of different things to do. And I reported to him every morning. Okay, I did. It. And I would kind of just share how I was feeling just to kind of say like, 
today was really shitty. Like I feel really fatigued. My eyes feel really heavy. I don't feel like I can focus that much. But I would always say I'm excited about where this is going because I've never actually truly tried this. Like what if, what if this works? Then what I added on was I had a conversation with somebody else. I think this was my, oh, my therapist. And what she identified for me is that I need a certain amount of time in bed before I actually will put my phone down and go to sleep. So what was happening is, okay, great. I'm going to get in bed a little bit earlier, but I still needed this. Honestly, I think it's about an hour. I need to just be in bed winding down. And so I wasn't really taking that in account. So I'm starting to learn more about myself. Long story long, the structure that I have been playing with and implementing is setting an alarm on my phone to go off at 11 p.m. to remind me whatever you're doing, if you're, if you're on the computer, if you haven't been on the computer, you got to stop, right? If you're watching TV, you got to stop, go get ready for bed so you can get into bed and then still have like that hour, you know, downtime. And it was that plus the 8 a.m. alarm in the morning was really supporting me. I found after a couple of days that I was looking forward to the 11 o'clock. Whereas normally, if I was on my computer doing work, sometimes I like to do work at night, I'd just be like, no, let me just finish this piece. And I just kind of keep going. I get a second wind. And then now I'm like, it doesn't matter where you're at. You got to stop. And I was sticking to it. And I was like, oh my God, this has never happened before. This is exciting. And then I found after this was like about a, a week, week and a half, I was still feeling fairly shitty in the morning. And I was starting to get pissed. I was like, listen, I'm doing all these different things. I expected to be feeling a difference at this point. So then I think I was sharing with my sister and she brought up water. And I was like, yeah, I'm always kind of dehydrated. And my husband has also mentioned in the past, like when he's really on a kick with drinking water, he feels so alert. He feels so energized. It's like, huh, what else am I missing? I just thought maybe it's the whole bedtime, but I started to adjust that and I'm not getting the results that I think I should. So my sister, I started to feel overwhelmed with all of the things I'm supposed to be focusing on. Three square meals, eating like this, drinking all the water, taking all the supplements, going to bed early, getting out of bed early, like, and then doing all the other things. We prioritize. How about just try on water and sleep? Because those things can go together, right? You can feel more, your body needs water to feel alert and energetic. You need sleep to heal and to feel rested. She reminded me that it's easier to drink warm water than it is. I drink room temp, but I just struggle to drink enough water. And I like heated up some water and I drank it. I was like, oh my God, that went down so easy. I got really excited. I'm like, okay. I put a piece of painter's tape on my cup and I started making tick marks like as I drank water. I just felt more alert. I get, when I feel fatigued or how I'd been feeling, I can feel it in my eyes. My eyes feel heavy. I feel a bit groggy. And I wasn't having that sensation, which I found very motivating. I was just so excited to share about this on the episode. And I forewarned the ladies, I was probably going to do a long intro to kind of set the scene for this. I just wanted to share my experience of going through this lifestyle change, one that I've been dreaming about doing for so long and had always struggled with. And coming from a place of not just for the podcast, but for clients, for people in my life, I'm like, what made the difference? What I've kind of dialed into a bit as the things that have made the difference is I connected to something that is really important to me that I'm very committed to. And that's my health. And it's health in general and also health, you know, to have a child. So the advice that I'm receiving is actually stuff I'm listening to and I want to take action on. Because without that, you know, 
our actions show us what we're committed to. And previously, I'd always talked about wanting to make a change, but I clearly wasn't committed to it. So for me, those two things linking together really has made the difference for me as opposed to something that sounded good that I'd like to implement at some point, but felt too hard. Yeah. So the main thing for me was just focusing on this main commitment in my life, which is to be healthier. And I was just really tired of feeling shitty. I think that can be a tipping point for a lot of people is like when something becomes painful or uncomfortable, you're willing to make changes. So those two are kind of just going hand in hand. My, I'm getting the information about why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. And I'm at the point of like enough's enough. I decided to call this episode, who says you can't learn new tricks? in homage to the whole saying of you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I just feel very excited. It's not, I just came back from visiting my sister for a week. Technically I was on vacation, so I didn't really stick to that structure, but I'm excited to put it right back in starting tonight, getting back on that because I'm excited about what the results could be. What if I feel amazing? What if this is the water and the sleep are two things that I've been lacking that could just really alter my experience every day. I'm willing to try it on and see what happens. It's been a big deal. I can't remember the last time I made a lifestyle change that big. So I was curious for you ladies, what your thoughts are. If, you, if you've had a similar experience, the last time you made like a big lifestyle change, do you know what the root or the source of it was? Because I like to dial in as you guys do too. Okay, this worked for me. I wanna share about it with others. What's the takeaway? Is there anything that we could actually identify as helping us make these, these large scale changes? So I'm finally going to shut up and let you guys talk. Well, I love this topic for me. I've been going through a lot of new changes and trying out different structures and it's all about health for me too. And just feeling better. So no wonder we're friends. I mean, we're just like so connected, but yeah, I, I love what you shared and I love how not every structure is going to work and support each person. So it's all about finding what works for you. And I shared on a call earlier last week about my meditation game and just figuring out what is going to work for me and my schedule and just for my life that's going to stick as a practice. And the person I was sharing with, she's also been a huge part of our lives with the personal growth and all the programs that we've taken together. I'll shout out to Lanier if you're listening to our podcast. She's just been such a huge support over the numerous years that I've known her. And she's just like, it's a game, you know, she's still figuring out what her meditation game is too. So it was really great to kind of bounce ideas off of her and get what she does. She practices in the morning. She just does five, 10 minutes a day, twice a day. So it it works for her. And she's just like, you know, encouraging me to figure out what's going to work for myself and what's going to stick for my life. So I was like, I will try that on. So not only my meditation game um, I've been in practice with, but really just being healthy overall. So looking at alcohol in my life, is it really supporting where I see myself and where I want to go with my life? Is Is it really supporting that? And where can I cut back or can I cut back? And of course, always food with me, you know, weight loss. So I joined this challenge as well. So I was just like, let me just join a bunch of challenges and do like a bunch of things and see what sticks and see, and just, and just see how I feel. 
so it's February and National Heart Health Month. There was this thing that popped up on my Facebook and it was like, yeah, join the the challenge for uh, American Heart Association, do 60 miles uh, in February. And I was like, done, register and go. So that looks like for me, two miles, a little bit over two miles a day to hit the 60 miles for February is a short month. So <laughs> I was like, I better get moving along here. And additionally, figuring out a structure that's going to support me when I go into the office. So it's not like I can just go upstairs on my Peloton and take a walk, uh, you know, do a 30 minute walk in the morning and then do a 30 minute walk in the evening. There I got my two miles. It's done. I don't have to really worry about showering because I'm just on Zoom all day. So <laughs> just make sure my hair looks okay. I had to really think about my structure for the, the week that I was in the office. You know, what that looked like was showering in the evening, waking up at 5 a.m., getting all my stuff ready, packing my lunch to support my healthy eating habits, driving into the office, putting on my coat, my scarf, my gloves, going out for a 30-minute walk, getting back into the office and freshening up, logging onto my computer at 8 a.m. and being ready for the day. And then going out for another walk during lunchtime or the afternoon or before I would get on the road to come back home and do another 30-minute walk. And like my boss was in town that week. He was super supportive of me doing this. So whatever was there for me in the beginning of like, oh, it's not going to really work. It's, I'm not going to be able to do it. It all kind of like melted away because he got my commitment to like what I was up to. So it was really, really cool to see like how that worked out. Now, another thing was the alcohol. So I decided to just have a dry February, sober February. Let's see if I can do it one day at a time. You know, everyone's coming in, in the office for the week. A lot of people go to happy hour. This was a, you know, challenge for me to go and not drink. And I really shared with everyone what I was up to and really shared with them like, hey, this is what I'm committed to for the month. Maybe I'll do it longer, but you know, this is what I'm up to this month. And they were like, oh my God, that's awesome. So we get down to happy hour and they're like, I'm not going to drink either, Tiana. You know, I'm trying to save money. And you know, for me, that's what I'm going to do. So like it inspired other people to maybe take on something that they, you know, they weren't thinking of before I shared. So I was actually kind of nervous about that week being in the office and really nervous about what people would think or, you know, all that stuff that we get like crazy about in our head. It was so rewarding and so great. And I, how I feel about myself, one, I feel so good, feel just so good. And two, just, it's so rewarding. I also was really paying attention to the responses I got from friends, family about when I shared with them that I did you know, stop drinking and I did have an event coming up and it was interesting the feedback I got. Some were like, oh, well, you don't need to be so hard on yourself. Some were like, you can do it. Just think how amazing you're going to feel when you get home from the party and you get up the next day and you do your two mile walk, you're not hung over, you've stuck to your plan, you didn't give, give up on yourself, just think how awesome you're going to feel. And I'm like, yeah, actually. And that's really what kept me going. 
you know? So it's interesting. I got uh, some different comments and just looking at like, hmm, really where am I committed to myself? So thought I'd share that with y'all on a journey over here. And I don't know. I think, can you teach a, a can you teach yourself new tricks? Yeah, I, I think so. We might be old dogs, but I think we can learn new tricks or relearn or be reminded. I don't know. It's a discovery. I love it. Keeping possibility alive over here. It's <laughs> never too late, you guys. That's huge, Deanna. It would so it would be so easy to be like, well, I have to go into the office and I can't put this in, right? Yeah. So then you, you fall off. So you doing that and figuring that out, I mean, speaks volumes. That is a clear commitment to you. I think that's amazing because that really takes something to freaking get up at five in the morning, get to the office early enough to go to for a walk and then get to work. So I'm... I bow down to now. Just I'm trying to just implement that here at home. <laughs> so I might talk to you uh, a little bit later about your <laughs> other structures because I can't seem to get out of bed if I don't have to go into the office. So oh man, there's another thing. So <laughs> well, I haven't quite cracked that code yet um, <laughs> because I don't know if I said that clearly. My alarm goes off at eight. I don't necessarily get it out of bed at eight. So I'm, that's going to be like the next piece is to how, where can I derive some motivation to get out of bed earlier and start moving? You know, people have asked like, oh, well, what, what would you be excited about? You know, for some people it's coffee, like, oh, sitting and drinking like a cup of coffee and like reading a book. Well, I don't drink coffee. I don't drink tea. Like there's, I just, I can't think of anything like that. And I don't want to pay for classes because I, in my mind, I'm like, oh, that'd be cool to take like a morning yoga or meditation class or something like that. I don't want to pay for that. I'd like, so I'm kind of left feeling like I need to uncover something over here internal. And I would love to share like s- some ideas. I, I'm into puzzles and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, maybe I start a puzzle and I'm like, oh, let me, I like looking forward to doing something in the morning. That's like totally not related to work. Normally yeah. I reserve that kind of stuff for late at night, but what if I flip it? Some of the stuff I do late at night, what if, would that entice me in the morning? It's a little hard because I think I'm breaking a pattern of thinking too about what the morning is supposed to be about. And it's been mm-hmm. a struggle for so long. It's kind of there as a mindset as well, not just logistical. So yeah, um, same. Yeah, me too. There's nothing to really look forward to. I'm just like, yeah. oh, I'm just going to hit snooze again. I look forward to my coffee and that's probably what gets me out of bed after I snooze <laughs> like at least like four times. Yeah. But it, so it's not as a. It doesn't as a, like pop you out of bed. Though. It doesn't pull me out. Yeah. 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 So. But I love the the perspective of the game. Like when you said yeah, it, I love it. Yeah, there's so much like freedom and curiosity. Like, oh, let's let's keep trying. Yeah, let's play. So you and I will will play that game together. How about that? Yes, to okay. be determined. <laughs> <laughs> we'll report back later. Yes, what we discover. <laughs> I was gonna say you can include me in that game. Uh, okay, my, like the new the new because I I my meditation practices. As you guys were sharing, I'm like, I have little bits and pieces. So tea is my morning routine. I love waking up in the morning to my tea. That will get me out of bed. I do love a good cup of tea. A little less motivating in the hot summer times, right? So things have to shift a little bit. As someone who works remotely, I have to start work at eight. So I can't necessarily be like waking up at eight. But that is my get out of bed time. 
And more and more recently, what I found is I press snooze a lot. Like my first alarm goes off at like 6.50 in the morning. I have ample time to get all of the things done that I need to get done in my day that for some reason in my brain, I'm like, I don't have time for that. No, I do. So the game, the game that I will, I will join with you all and play is the, you get one snooze, you get one, and then you have to, your feet have to touch the floor. That is the new game that I'm looking to play. I have no idea how it's going to go, but that's the one I am looking to get committed to because I'm like back into running. I just did dry January. I'm like, I'm currently doing a, uh, a 21 day challenge where I'm looking at my, my uh, eating habits and things like that. So I'm like, there are structures in place and things are moving in a direction and the snooze thing, my God, <laughs> like it is out of control. It is out of control. And I can't have the, one of the structures I was looking at is, okay, maybe you do need to go into the office. Like maybe that is something that you need to do. And I just, every, every brain cell I have is like screaming, <laughs> no, please, <laughs> you know, anything but that. So I'm trying to think of other ways I was to stay motivated. The same thing, really. <laughs> Cause I was like, if I get up at 5 a.m. at home and like do the things that I'd be like done with my workout, showered, ready to go before 8 a.m. And it feels so good. So good. Like as someone who, I mean, not, I'm very serious. Right before the pandemic hit, I would be up at 4 a.m. I'd be at the gym by like 4.30. I'd do a class. I'd be home and showered by like 6 and then be off to work by like 6.37 because traffic. I mean, really, I'd be in the office at 7.30 so I could leave at 4.30. I mean, I was on it. So a part of me can do it, right? It's not the can you do it. It's the getting back to can you do it. So, you know, the essence of our podcast for today, like, can we get back to that? Can you teach or re-reteach a new old trick? I don't know how you say it, but uh, I just keep going back in my brain if I fall off the if I fall off the train, finding the grace to say, look, you can do it. It happened at one point in your life. I'm not going to beat myself up every single day. But like you said, Jennifer, there comes a point where you're like, all right, now I've had enough. It's too, I mean, I'm too, it's too many days of no results. What, you know, let's get it together. Yes. And for me, it was, I got pressed into how long it had been that I just kept waking up, not feeling good. Like it was indicating something like something's going on that I need to change, whether or not it's like my body's just different now. It had been years of me saying I was like committed to this, but never doing anything. So at some point I just got tired of hearing that it took forever though. So there's, there is no answer to when the switch kind of gets flipped. Um, where you start taking those actions, that's, that's where the clarity is. Now, how do you get support around staying in the game? Because I think that that's a big thing too. I would get frustrated. You try something on, it doesn't work and you go, well, F it. It's not, it's just not going to happen, right? We give up or it means like it's not going to happen. We think if it, if I didn't stick to it, then I'm lazy. It's not going to work. And then we sort of move on. So you seeing Tatiana, like kind of falling off the train, falling out of it, to be honest, all there is to do is to get on the next day. But what keeps us off is that beating up. Well, shoot, I didn't stick with it again. The goal is not 100%. That's unrealistic, right? And so I think if we give ourselves the grace to be like, well, that didn't happen for a couple of days or life got in the way. Like I had, I had life show up where I could not go to sleep as early as I wanted to one night. But I felt really confident in getting right back on the train. This now feels reliable to me. I've also thought that maybe the only answer to me getting up at a real early time or getting like my butt moving is having an obligation outside of my house. 
Because I remember with the, going in the office, like there was a cutoff. So you had to get stuff done. So without that, what, what then is left? I would love to hear from people. What they have found helps, like if they've been through the same thing. And Tatiana, when you brought up the idea of playing the one snooze game, I'm like, oh, I could do that. And then you add it on and then your feet have to hit the floor. And I was like, uh, don't know if I want to say yes to that. <laughs> it's so interesting because we, we put constraints on what we think it should look like or has yeah. to, there's our shoulds again, right? What it should or has to look like, just like with me with the 60 miles. All it says is just do 60 miles for the month of February. How you do it is really up to you. Well, in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to do 2.13, whatever it is, miles per day. And it's got to be this. And it's got to look like this. And I, it's got to be a walk. And it's got to da 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 And then I somehow gained some freedom around it, probably because I was worrying about it so much up until the point where I went into the office that week. And I was like, okay, something has got to give. I've got to create some type of, of structure that is attainable for me. And I'm like, I can break up the two miles per day. I can just break it up. It doesn't have to be, because I had it like, it's got to be two point whatever mm-hmm. miles at the, one time. I've got to do two miles at one time. It's got to be this way. And I'm like, Deanna, you need to take a chill pill. This isn't life or death. It was finding that freedom around it. Like, this is what I say I'm going to do. And then like, this is the, what I'm going to create. So y'all, it was like, I was so, so proud of myself. I was going, I, it's so funny that you said that. Cause I had a mile challenge. I think it was either last year or the year before where it was like run 30 miles and they had to be, they had to be runs. And I was like, my knees are going to give out. You can't go from zero to hundred. Right. And honestly, your body just needs for anyone out there who can, good for you. Um, my body does not work that way. And something about hashtag this is 30. I don't know, but we're not out here doing it. Um, so I, and I just really remember getting bogged down, especially having not had the pattern, not had the behavior of the running. It'd be like two and three days in and I'm like, oh no, I'm already behind all of these miles. Oh no. And then it dawned on me. I'm like, well, I could just do like these quick 15 minute runs. Like every couple hours or so that I'm at work, let me just go out on a run. It's fine. Let's just go out. I mean, I'm at home. Who's stopping me from running around the block real quick for a minute? Did that for like a week or two and I'm all caught up. And then I found, I'm like, oh, I have a little bit more endurance now. I can run two miles in one go and then do it again and then go bank up and not have to go tomorrow. And then it really was a game. And I did something similar for meditating or meditation, but, or I think you, Deanna, were sharing about it where you're like, it doesn't have to look a kind of, a certain kind of way when we shared about meditation or with your walk. I found that I have, I have a certain kind of way I need to look when I'm running. Oh, I, ha- I can't wear, I have to wear workout clothes to work out. I'm never going to, I can't find the right whatever, or it's dirty, <laughs> or, you know, I have to go do laundry and then I wouldn't work out or then I wouldn't run. And then I'm like, you know what? These PJs, they're clothes. They count. We're going to go for a run <laughs> or we're going to work out in whatever I was, you know, whatever, right? I'm hopefully I'm running so fast down the street. You can't see what I'm wearing. Exactly. Um, you know, um, sorry, Lululemon or, you know, Athletica or whatever. So sorry. But I you're going to really, start a trend of people running in pajamas. I'm okay with that. We're all in our PJs from the neck down anyway. We're all working from home. Like we all know. So let's that was just... there for me too. When I went to the let's office, I was like, yes, I'm just walking in my workout yep. or in my office like my uh, outfit, my, my, you know, I put my sneakers on and my zip up coat and mm-hmm. went out and I struggled with that. Cause I was like, well, 
shouldn't I have like workout pants? Right. I'm like, well, don't I need this? And well, my hair is not in a whatever. And once I got freed up around that, there were, it was like a no excuses game for running. Oh, it's raining outside. Oh no, my, nope. Doesn't matter. Mm. Oh no, I don't have the right. Nope. Oh no, I'm wearing jeans. Nope. Yep. And, and it just got fun, you know? So maybe that's a little, a little flavor of it. The getting excited part, the like, maybe it doesn't have to look the way that you want it to look. You know, my feet have to hit the floor. It doesn't mean my body has to, you know, automatically jump out of bed. Maybe my feet can hit the floor and I can, you know, take, do three deep breaths, meditate right there with my feet on the floor with my eyes closed. I don't know, but we're going to experiment for a while and see what happens. It's going to be fun. It's an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm thinking, okay, if I get out of bed, then when I go sit on the couch or like go sit and do a puzzle, take a bath, like I immediately I'm like, how can I get off of my feet? Like, but not be in bed. <laughs> oh, it's funny. You should say about the puzzle. I found a new puzzle game. It's called Not Words. And um, let me tell you what, my current streak is like 100 on it. But you want to talk about something that gets my mind going and gets me up. As soon as my brain is like up and ready, I'm like, I have to get the streak. I want to make sure the points are in. And I don't know. I don't know. It's I love doing these little puzzles. Literally, the streak is like day 100. And I don't even know how I can stay consistent enough for that. But apparently I can do it for puzzles. So let's go, uh, you know, no snooze. I have finally, I'm probably a couple of years behind the trend of Wordle, but I finally downloaded the app last week and I've been really excited. I'm better at it than I thought I was going to be. I was like, oh, that, that sounds hard. So now I get excited to do the daily one when I wake up in the morning. What can you create that has you look forward to something? I haven't figured that out yet, but I'm excited that we're all kind of in the same world about it. The point is not to give up. I'm not going to give up because I want the freaking results. I want to feel alert. I want to feel energized. I want to feel refreshed and that my body is getting the healing overnight that it needs. So I'm excited. Clearly, you can learn new tricks at any age. What I'll leave people with is just more curiosity. What if you got the results that you've been wanting? What if that was attainable? Like how, how would that feel? Are you willing to play the game to see? I am around this and I can tell you guys are around the things that you're playing for. So you know what? At the end of the day, we can really have whatever we want, but it takes something. So when you get to that point of like really wanting it, hitting that last straw, I hope this episode has contributed something and reach out to us if you need support. We got your back. We got, you know, we're here for you guys. So anything that that you need, reach out. Certainly we would love to hear about any games you've won, things that have supported you, things you tried on, because we're always willing and open um, to learning. Hit us up at who says the podcast at gmail.com. Ladies just want to check in any last gold nuggets that you want to drop any mics. Something that came to my mind while we're sharing was it doesn't really matter how you get to being consistent or how you end up staying committed. But what I have found is that people are inspired by that dedication, that level of discipline, that commitment. And in watching you do it, they're like, oh, well, I can try that on. Like what you were saying, Deanna. And I'm pretty religious about my meditation and it may look different from day to day, but I'm, I don't usually skip meditating because I'm like a different human. Suddenly Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde situation. So I don't miss the meditating, but it's cool. And and like sharing what I'm getting out of my meditations and different things that have popped up for me, John has decided, my boyfriend has decided to take on meditating. 
he's like that's so cool that you get these because for me it's not a linear it's I've gone past the I'm just clearing my mind of the space it's now what am I creating when my mind is clear what am I getting when my mind is clear what am I actually working on in myself and in taking those actions and steps he's like I want that and similarly like how good I feel after doing dry January. I'm like, we're just going to keep that train going. I'm now going to just be drinking socially. There's no alcohol in my house. And I'm just going to see how long I can do it. Because I feel I feel great. Like hangovers are a three day adventure. Yeah, <laughs> like again, hashtag this is 30. Okay, like, you know, I mean, who has the time and who likes feeling gross, right? So it's just really cool to see how if you're consistent, it doesn't really matter how it looks but you just sharing about you what you're up to and that you're committed to something gets people excited and has them think, Oh, well, maybe I can be committed to that. Maybe I'll try that on. Maybe I'll think about it. So, you know, I love it. I mean, hearing you guys talk about trying on different structures and changing things up. I felt that, okay, I don't have to figure it out. There's no one way. And there may not be one way that actually works for a while for me. I might have to mix things up or alter it if I'm in, if my situation changes, but it's okay. That's not how it's supposed to go, right? That comes from that perfectionism where it needs Mm -hmm. to look a certain way or it's not right or not doing it right. I love that you said that. It's cool to see the the ripple effects and it doesn't have to look perfect. Like I'm not a perfect meditator. I'm not a perfect runner. I'm not a perfect person who works out. I'm just trying things on and being committed and recommitting and being, you know, dedicated to being healthy, like you are Jennifer and like you are Deanna. And that's enough. It's enough. Right. I love you ladies. Well, thank you all for joining us yet again. Thank you for your time. This one might've been a little bit longer than our normal, but thanks for joining us. It has been a blast. I'm excited about our next episode coming out in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned, follow us change your notifications, whatever, so that you stay looped into our new episodes. And we will talk to you later. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.